right, we're here today for episode two of Podcast by Devony. How are you doing today? I'm great, Encore. How are you? I am so excited. We got the first episode out, mm-hmm. and we're getting ready for episode two. Have uh, how was the feedback from everyone? It's been great. It's been great. A lot, a lot of people are really interested and quite. In- quite inspired uh you know just that uh, a female's coming out in this industry talking about these kinds of things yeah. and really informing them on on labels and what to expect and what you know they think that they read on dr google and what might be true and what might not be true i got yelled at by mama garg she was like <laughs> where was my hello so you know real quick hi mom hi mom I just want to make sure she knows she's getting love <laughs> so um let's jump right into some important questions i think the entire world needs to know, where is Devony traveling to in the upcoming weeks, upcoming months? Where are you headed off to? I am actually headed to Florida. Uh, I'm going to be spending some time uh, on the coast. Jealous. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited because it's been so rainy and gray. Um, but I am going to spend some time in our vendor partner, GNC. So we've got a lot of really great stores, especially down in the Jupiter area. Um, some really, really good partners down in Florida. So I'm excited to go hang out with them for a while, do some super sales. Super and, sales. Yeah. What's a, what's a super sale? So a super sale inside. GNC is when they take one day, uh, they really focus on specific brands and they have really, really great prices. Typically, you'll get 30 or 40% off on products. Um, they have really great stack deals and you can get a lot of a lot of items, a lot of hands-on education from their staff. Um, and then when someone like me comes down there, you get that uh, really personal touch about the brand and they can learn a little bit more about the, the customers can learn more about your company and who's running it and really where that brand has evolved from. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing they do samplings and everything around. Absolutely. Samplings. And what's really great is uh, GNC carries uh, three of our brands, not just about time. So I get to focus on uh, a wide demographic and multiple multiple uh, types of customers that come in. So exciting. So we have this one character in the company. His name is Sean. <laughs> and um he swears that he only shops on Amazon now. He doesn't mm-hmm. go to retail stores. I think he's a little addicted to shopping on Amazon, to be sure. honest. But uh, and we have this conversation all the time, and I want to hear your perspective on this. Uh, obviously, Amazon has so many of these great benefits, two-day prime shipping, mm-hmm. all, sort of, all sorts of different choices. But retailers have strengths, too. So, oh. I mean, what are things that you think separate the retail experience from the online experience? Well, we just we just touched on it slightly, right? So it's that in-store experience and sampling. You get to try products out. You really get some in-depth education on ingredients. You get to see, touch, and feel the label. Ask questions about, about what is in this product. Why is this here? Um, you might even get an extra discount just by asking or stacking items together. Um, but truly, in-store sampling. So you're not getting that on Amazon, really. You're taking you're taking a chance. Um, I hope this is what it is. I hope I'm not getting a fraudulent product, or you know, you never really know what's going to show up at your doorstep. So, have retailers been complaining about this, uh, you know, insane boom that's happening with e-commerce. Well, you know, they have their complaints, and uh, but you know, a lot of them um, are really excited about you know being challenged and thinking out of the box. And you know, when they when they have vendor partners who help support them in ways that that we do, you know, along with sampling and discounts and being proactive and stopping in the stores that gives their customer, you know, that extra edge on why they want to shop in those stores. You know, individuals, they still like to be taken care of. They 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 like to be 
caressed a little, I should say. You know, I, coddled, coddled, maybe. maybe. Okay. Yeah. Right, you know, well, caressed, coddled. Well, it depends whatever. on is depends this a, on who is this the a male is. sales guy or a female sales guy? <laughs> uh, you know, so um, you know, and and that's where my world really hangs out. Is I, I love customer service. I love you know that face interaction and you know really being able to tell the customer all about the products, where we've started, you know, why we create those products in the ways that we do and how it helps them, you know, reach that their goal set. Okay. So on uh, episode one, we spoke a little bit about the new products that mm-hmm. AT is coming out with, yep. but um, I just think there's so many trends and things going on with package design, formulation, different products that are coming out from different brands. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think is kind of like the going trend here? So the going trend, is, you know, especially on uh, from the end consumer level, you know, they really want to know, you know, where is your dairy coming from? Where's your whey protein coming from? Where do you source that? Like where the cow was born and where, what kind of grass <laughs> is eating? <laughs> Amongst the questions. The social yes. security number. Right. And, you know, they, you know. Uh, I guess one of the biggest things that the the customer forgets is, you know, when you milk the cow and you milk the cow next to that cow, there's going to be some differences. Oh, so so. you're saying not all cows <laughs> milk the same. No, they don't all milk the same. So some give a little bit more, some give a little bit less. And, you know, DNA plays a big part. It's just like us, right? Not everybody's super fit and muscular. Some will be, some won't be. And we're all different. I mean, you think the cow has to be in shape to be, you know, the, the ideal thing for a bodybuilder to get his whey protein from? No, no. no? They fat actually, cows the, are the just as good. Fat cows are the ones that you want. Yeah, okay. absolutely. The Bessie pudgier, the better. It doesn't matter what size she is. <laughs> what about uh, on package design? Have you noticed any changes? Uh, I know there's all these new restrictions. Mm-hmm. I know About Time just added a couple of new warnings to the label, and, you know, we try to be on the forefront of things, but... Uh, let, let's talk about that. Yeah, sure. So, you know, transparency is really been the biggest push the last few years. And there's even more coming, you know, within the next three years. So, um, you know, we have, you know, taken the steps of adding on a few different warnings that are that are on our new label. One of them being the Prop 65. You know, customers can read all about California. I'm trying to figure out which camera to look at so I could give an eye roll at Prop 65. <laughs> Man, right. Prop 65 is the worst. It is the worst. And, you know, so the the consumer who doesn't know what Prop 65 is, it really makes them think I'm in the back uh, at the blender scooping lead and cadmium into our formulas. And I'm really not, you know. And people need to understand cadmium is very expensive. <laughs> you know, we, we don't want to put that in the bottle. It would cause the price to go up by like right. 10 Right. And lead's very heavy. And I mean, the shipping cost alone would be ridiculous. I mean, back to the future, like they had to look for plutonium and all this <laughs> stuff. Right? It wasn't easy to find. I mean, powder cadmium no, just no. in a barrel in the back. Right. So, so right. Why, why do we even have to put a Prop 65 label on a product? And, and let's talk about what the the government agencies are trying to do essentially by making us change the look and feel of a prop 65 morning sure sure so so those are on the labels just to make customers aware right but what they're doing is they're they're not explaining very well in the very short phrase that's on the label so that the consumer is very um, confused on what it is so you know in California they wanted better drinking water and so they developed prop 65 however the limit are so low that they're unachievable, right? They're, it's below the World Health Organization, the FDA, and every other, you know, organization that's out there, you know, being able to approve and give us great products. You think a state with a drought would just take any water? Well, you... <laughs> 
True, true that, you know, but, you know, we're a, we're a manufacturing country, right? Lead blows in the air. So for, for all of these decades that we had steel mills and every other ounce of, of manufacturing in this country, lead, lead blows around it, wherever it lands, that's where it's going to be. So those warnings are because there's lead and cadmium in soil. Cocoa bean is from the soil. Brussels sprouts are from the soil. Spinach is from the soil. Yum. Right? You know, cars are made with steel and they're manufactured. So when you go to California, when you buy a car, there's a Prop 65 warning label. When you buy chocolate, Wait. there's a label. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So even if you don't consume it, it'll still have a Prop 65 it'll label? It'll still have a Prop 65 label on it, yes. So it's like, if you consume this car, you may get cancer. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. So no licking of cars. No licking of, of cars. Right. It's almost to the point where humans are going to be stamped with a Prop 65 label in California. Can you imagine if you just went to a tattoo parlor and like, just give me this morning. <laughs> Go ahead. But um, but yeah, so it's it's a little confusing, you know. And I and I always tell my customers, you know, just please call me. I'll, I'll gladly explain it. We have a a great article that I wrote on uh, we make supplements, you know, on the Prop sixty five, so customers can get um, a little bit more education. But knowing that Brussels sprouts and spinach will have more lead and cadmium naturally in them than supplements ever will. Is you know it's exciting for me to tell customers you know although I'm a veggie t- eating girl, it's just it kind of puts the limelight of of how much of a joke that this whole Prop 65 is. It's really really just confusing. Okay, what about uh, supplement vax panels? I think in the past two years. I've seen a drastic font shift in mm-hmm. like, you know, calories, right? I think it used to be, it could be like size nine font and now mm-hmm. it has to be like size 24 font. Right. So with that, we're, they're really trying to educate the consumer to understand how to read a label. And with that, it, it's great, right? Because it, everyone acts like, oh, there's 300 calories in this and they're missing the, the size four font that says there's seven servings in here when it's really 2,100 calories and they're either consuming the whole thing. Right. Because when you, you get a bag of gum, bears and it's like six servings mm-hmm. you're gonna eat the whole bag you're not just gonna have right. like four of them you're not just, gonna right happen. and so serving sizes you know sometimes on those on those uh endless calories you know they're they're so small and you're just gonna eat the whole thing uh, and it's really why we're all gaining so much weight and and they're really trying to put a stop to the obesity in America when it just takes a little bit of control on each and each person to be responsible to read what you have so they're trying to make the the font size stand out a little bit more to you know to make customers aware of exactly what they're consuming you know and then with that with the labels you know there's more transparency that are that are that's coming down the pike so so, you know, cus- what customers want to see is exactly what's in a product. No blends, no pre-mixes, no proprietary blends. You know, when, when you say you have a proprietary blend, you have no idea. Is this a sprinkle of this, a whole lot of that? You know, does it make a difference if I take it or not? Um, they really just want that explanation uh, of what is in their product. Okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about... There's a ton of new brands, right? I walk back here in the warehouse, and I, I, I'm at in awe of the number of brands that are launching every single month. Yes. How does a brand like About Time, and how does Devin Schumacher kind of compete with all these new brands? Every one of them has a different marketing edge. You know, 
whether one's claiming that I have this brand new grass-fed goat milk in my protein or someone's saying I got gold flakes and it's salmon protein or one of these random marketing edges. Like, How does About Time compete? Sure. I have three rules. It's quality, consistency, and service. So, right? Quality, okay. consistency, and service. And that's what I sell. I sell quality products. I'm consistently selling quality products and I'm consistently servicing my customers, you know, to the best of my ability. And, you know, it shows a lot, right? Because these brands, they do pop up. And a lot of times, you know, on our CM side, we're making a lot of those brands. And, you know, you, you have to know what you're doing. This isn't just for fun. You're, people just aren't going to sway over to your brand. You need to be unique. You need to give your customer and your demographic what they're looking for. So you're saying if I say that we now have unicorn dust <laughs> in my protein, it doesn't mean that someone's going to switch brands. Well, I mean, if it's unicorn dust, you know, you might get a following for five minutes. You know. Hey, five minutes of followers <laughs> could be a big deal in this day and age. You know, but, you know, customers, they read, you know, when it comes to this, when it comes to supplements, right? And so about time is is primarily a, a female demographic. And most females, they're using, you know, proteins and, and the items that we're selling, you know, maybe once a day or once every other day. It's not um, like a super hardcore demographic that's, you know, s- supplements three, four times a day that kind of thing. So they're looking for products that are going to taste great. They're looking for products to be the same every single time that they use them. No crazy changes. They want to be able to read the label and know that if they give this to their kids, their kids aren't going to grow a third arm and that they're not going to grow hair on their face. So the the greatest part of it is my brand is very, very simple. There's five ingredients in the products. They're all spelled out on the label. You can buy all of them in the grocery store and make it if you wanted to on your own. And, you know, it's got a great a great taste and it's friendly to the consumer. So, you know, kind of hit all, all of that um, and the customer's satisfied. And then if they ever did have a problem or a question, they get me, right? They get to call and they physically get to talk to me um, in handling any of their questions or concerns. Um, and I think that's great because a lot of companies, they don't answer the phone or they have those automated um, customer service lines, which are horrible. And you're screaming agent, agent, agent over and over until I just you're hit frustrated. Zero. I just keep hitting zero <laughs> until I get a person. In. So yeah. what's that number to call if they have a question about, about time? Sure. It is 866-982-9439. And what if they're within the country because we want to save the 25 cents a minute? Sure. It's 412 412- Two seven five three three five one extension two zero eight. That's right. It costs us twenty five cents a minute when you dial the eight six six number. So, you know the four one two number all the way. Yeah. So save those costs. Use the four one two number because we can then take those costs and put them back in other great products. All right. So, let's talk about a very interesting topic. Mm-hmm. What are some things that we wish people actually knew about supplements? Oh goodness, this is a great. A great question. And so. just to remind you, we are rolling and we're on camera. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make sure we're aware of that. But, you know. Sure. So, yeah, absolutely. So uh, my top number one thing is labels, right? Labels are not FDA approved. They're created by companies and individuals and they're they're reviewed after the fact. Yeah, so. let's clarify that. So 
you're saying that when a brand creates the label and prints it from mm-hmm. a label printer, there's no one actually reviewing that label from the FDA. From the FDA, no. Obviously, not. brands have the onus of making sure that the label is honest, mm-hmm. and manufacturers have the choice of applying that label to something or not. Right. Okay. Right. And then the consumer has has the the ability to either call the company and, and verify what is on their product and ask for third-party information or testing um, because that's available to them, um, or they don't, and they can just take the company's word on what is on that label. So if someone calls about time, mm-hmm. you're going to answer, and, and they're going to be like, you know, I want to know if this is actually gluten-free. And mm-hmm. you're just going to shoot them an email with a certificate. Absolutely. So we, we third-party test for all of our specifications and, and label claims, and we do that for every batch. So when customers want to know, you know, is what is in this, is it gluten-free? I'm able to send them that test. And then I, I walk them through that test because it's based off 100 grams serving. It's not based off the serving size that's on their label. So mm, I walk the okay. customer through that. Or if they want to know, you know, the protein or, or the fat content. Um, and then there's some there's some customers who have health issues and things come up, questions come up, and they ask me questions honestly that I'm stumped on a little bit. And then I get that testing done for them. I, I've had, uh, you know, probably this past year, three or four you know, off the wall questions that uh, our quality team and I worked on some third party testing to get those answers, um, just to provide that information to the customer. Why do you think consumers don't know that they could just call the brand and ask some questions about what's on the label? Well, because most most people don't discuss it. They don't talk about it, right? They're not out there saying, hey, give me a call. You know, either that or they're not getting that hands on um connection with the brand when you're walking into a brick and mortar store if you keep you know just going to amazon and buying you're really losing you know all that education and the ability to understand you know by you know that either the store owner would give or just simply turning the bottle around and saying hey i want to give these guys a call well let's talk about that aspect right so do you think amazon or the retailer is taking the responsibility of checking what you know these labels are claiming before they put it on the shelves some do and some don't right so it just really depends on um, how big that company is and what their standards are you know we work with quite a few that um, any products that they bring into their store it goes through their quality control team before uh, it can get accepted into into their systems um, and then we have a, a handful of companies where the the individual owners they they do talk with me quite a bit they ask questions they're very educated on raw materials and and they bring me suggestions at times for new products and and you know we have really really great banter and then there's some people who just buy products and sell them i could only wonder what this banter is like with these store owners (laughs) so the safest way to know that the product is actually stating stating the truth on its label is to just call the brand up Right. They just ask for proof. They just ask for proof. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you think a consumer? Yeah, you, you know, know wish that they knew. Absolutely. So expiration dates. Let's talk about expiration dates okay. on products. So <clears throat> legally, you have to either put a manufacturing date on a bottle or an expiration date. A manufacturing date is the date that your product was manufactured. An expiration date is typically, you know, a date that we say this product is good until this time and can be recontrolled at that time. So 
when you have protein powders and it has an expiration date, say a January of 2022, and you have a bottle and it's February of 2022, and you're like, this is expired. I can't have this. That's not true. Um, proteins typically, you know, don't go bad or spoil, you know, just because of an, of an expiration date. You know, a lot of times if the if it doesn't smell horrible and doesn't have a different taste and chain or a different uh, quality to it or taste, the product is still good to use. You know, there's a lot of raw materials out there, things like glutamine and, and branched chain amino acids. Those items typically have a three-year shelf life until at that point, they can be be recontrolled. So we send products out if we ever needed to. You can retest those products. You send them out to a third party. You make sure that the activity of that product on its benefits is still at the same level as when you purchase that product, and it can still be used. There's really nothing nothing wrong with products. You know when they expire, if there's no change in that product. Okay, so I guess what we're saying is that. It's important to understand the difference between manufactured date Mm -hmm. and best if used by date. Yes. Right? Because best if used doesn't necessarily mean that it can't be used afterwards. It's just probably the efficacy is what you're claiming up until that date. Yes. Right? Yes. And how do uh, manufacturers determine an expiration date? I mean, is there like a room that can go to the future and see what (laughs) happens to that product or like what happens? So, you know, sometimes there there is some aging testing that can be done. We typically use uh, the ex the 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 best by date that is based on the main ingredient in that product of, mm-hmm. of all the products. So like the whey protein, for example, the the date is taken directly off that whey protein. So and then it's just transferred over to the actual product. Got it. Okay. Anything else? Yes. Let's talk a little bit about dosages. Uh, okay. Dosages on on the label. You know, because a lot of things come up when when it comes in there is what is the serving size? How much of this am I supposed to take? You know, I'm pregnant. Is this is is this good for me to take when I'm pregnant? And lots of questions, right? So, <clears throat> what I want everyone to know to keep in mind is they're unique. Each person is different and their body reacts to supplements and foods and medicines and all the things out there differently. So if you have something in your health and medical life um, or, or a change like becoming pregnant, like those are significant changes. Your body goes through a lot of hormone changing um, and, a, and a lot of different things at that point in time. So when they call, call customer or companies and they say, hey, I'm pregnant, can I take this? you know, they open up a big can of worms. And it's it's not just an easy yes or no question because we don't know your medical history. Uh, we don't know anything about you. And then when you, when you do go through something, your body completely changes. So it's always great to make sure your medical professional, no matter who it is, doctor, holistic doctor, they know what you're taking. Um, and if you're taking something new, it's always good to bring that label in. So just call the company or bring the products to your doctor and just have them review it just to make sure there's nothing in there. A lot of times like organic and nat- and holistic type medicines, you know, natural herbs and things do interact with regular medications if you were to have something. Yeah. So it, uh, it it could be a scary world for someone um, or but literally that's why we always say, you know, really talk to your doctor about what you're taking. I, uh, I used to run the customer service department for the brands that I've been involved in, too. Mm-hmm. So I remember hearing these ridiculous stories where someone would call and be like, my doctor said that this product is going to kill me. I yeah. can't take this product. 
And I'm like, uh, you know, did they tell you why? Like, what was it they said was in this product that, you know, you can't have? And they're like, you have caffeine in here, and there's just no way I'm allowed to put this much caffeine in my body. Right. I mean, do you feel like doctors are giving fair assessments to these people? Well, I think I think sometimes people aren't um, always as open with their doctor and letting them know what they do and, and their lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, people are you generally usually reserved and their life is their life. Um, but I think doctors sometimes, you know, don't take uh, in effect exactly what those products are. They're they're going by the book and just sticking to the book from 1960. So, okay. um, you know, so I, I don't think it's always a fair assessment, but that's when I come back to each individual is unique and a, an assessment is to that person. So, you know. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that if one doctor gives you like a really negative um, response, you mm-hmm. know, you're always welcome to get a second opinion from someone else. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And you, you should also find out what kind of doctor it is that you're talking to, right? Like, sure. if you're speaking to, you know, the eye doctor, he's not going to be able to tell you what's going on <laughs> with your nutrition. But, uh, it, you know, it just kind of is what it is right. in that world. Yep. All right. So, last topic, and uh, we're going to end episode two. So I know that About Time has this massive influencer program and, uh, you know, time after time, people always ask me, you know, when you're putting together an influencer program, like, why should someone join it? Yeah. So, I mean, why do you think people, you know, should align themselves with a the brand? I mean, other than working with me? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you tell me, Encore, what it, what are the expectations of our, of our uh, ambassador? Okay, we're going to turn this one back program. on me. Yeah. Well, I think influencers want to get credibility. Right. And by aligning themselves with different brands, you're showing that a brand believes in them and their messaging and what they're doing, because, you know, for damn well, that there's not a scenario where a brand is going to get behind a person. Right. And that person is promoting all sorts of craziness mm-hmm. out there in the world. Right. Most brands are doing their due diligence on someone before you know, they sign them on. And I, I think brands just offer a different level of support than doing things on your own. Right. I, I speak to personal trainers. Uh, all across the country, and there's personal trainers out there that are giving all this nutrition advice, and uh, I mean, they're literally sending someone down the street to the GNC or the Vitamin Shop or to the Nutri Shop or you know, any one of these stores all across the country, and um, you know they're not making a dollar off this advice that they're giving. And I think when you align yourself with the brand, you have an opportunity to make some commissions. You have an opportunity to gain a little bit more credibility. And I think it goes back to what you said, right? Quality, consistency, and, and service. Service. And brands offer that, and by being with a brand, you're able to be consistent with what you're saying. I think it's the worst when a micro-influencer is with one brand one week, and then the next week they're with a different brand. And they keep jumping. And they just keep jumping. How's anyone going to believe them? They're not. You know, I I mean, I think, you know, years ago when influencers started, you know, they were were looking to partner with a brand, and they, they used it, you know, because they were loyal to that brand. And then a couple years later, it became all about money and and who was being paid to represent and you know all of this craziness uh it it also hit the food world big too right the food influencers and you know that world i mean that world was really really crazy for a moment and now it's back to you know people who just represent the brand as you say and you know what brands really are looking for is just people who are loyal to the products that they use and consumers want to see that you know consumers don't want to see you jumping from brand to brand to brand cuz you're it's you know you're sitting back and they just 
you know, they're wondering like where your heart is. Do you truly love this brand that you convinced me to buy mm -hmm. and now I love? Um, but yet you're going here and you're going there and you're going there. It's it's where does your loyalty lie? Um, you know, and with about time, like what I love about our our affiliate program and ambassadors is you can be anyone. You can have a hundred followers and you can or you could have a million followers. It's really not about that for me and for the people who use our products. I love that, you know, our influencers truly do use about time. They love about time. They love the taste. They love that it's affordable. Um, they love that it's natural. They love that it's consistent um, and it fits in their lifestyle. I have so many people that started out as teenagers and, and young college age kids and now they're, you know, getting married and now they're having kids and they're they're working our products into their children's lives. Oh wow. And it's been like amazing over a ten year period to see that. Uh, like one of my favorite pictures the other day, last week it was Valentine's Day and uh, my one influencer, Tiffany, you know, she's been with us for, for almost ten years and her son so his valentine's day gift was cinnamon pancakes and a, a cute little box of candy and you know i mean it was just i mean adorable you like just, he gave that to his mom no she gave that to him, to him. Okay. yeah she gave that to him and you know and it's just like I, I love that i love that our products are just so clean and so great that it doesn't matter if it's your child or your grandmother we fit everyone and any, anyone in between and you know we really with our ambassadors they're able to service anyone who's in their network and demographic you know with our products all right guys take care bye see ya